Welcome to the F-Stop Sear podcast, hosted by The Portrait Paradigm. If you're a photographer who is striving to build a high-end portrait business that is not only financially rewarding, but satisfies your creative heart, then join five nationally recognized photographers with over 180 years of combined experience building and maintaining successful specialty portrait businesses. This is where we will have real conversations about all the elements to create your own upscale business. From marketing, finances, mindset, photographic style, client experience, and so much more. So together, let's cut through the noise and make this your one stop for your complete portrait photography solution. Let's build your new portrait paradigm right now. Welcome back. I'm Rod Evans along with Monica Sigmund, Michael Taylor, Bev and Tim Walden. We make up your Portrait Paradigm team and your weekly hosts for the F-Stops Here podcast. We're here to help you on your success journey, and we have some free resources and transcripts at theportraitparadigm.com. So make sure to check it out. If you're enjoying these episodes, please leave us a review right now. It really helps us to become more visible and to help others. Thank you. Now, if you turned in last week, we're just continuing this conversation about the design session. Now, we're going to join Bev and Tim where we left off talking about the importance of it. Let's jump in. But there, these are the enemies of creativity. There are more. I'll put, I'll give you the document and it will be on the portrait paradigm as a free download. Well, we did that years ago wow. because I thought like in Tim's perfect world, what would never That's happen? That's how again? we wrote it. Because yeah. as I would, as I tell in a client in the design appointment, I'll say there is there are things that can make all photographers look alike. Yeah. No matter how talented, no matter how many awards they have on the wall, there are certain things that don't line up with that ability to create amazing images. And one of those things might be like a six month old, a two year old and a five year old, no parents, you know, and you're wanting something really soft and classical that can be very difficult for us. So we're like, yeah. okay, you know, that would be something that we would share with a, with a parent during that during that design appointment to say, this would be a great time to do a family portrait. That two year, a six month old looks great in your arms, mom, but in the five year old's arms just looks, you know, uh, cumbersome, big, you know, there's just no way to, to really get any, any uh, uh, artistic uh, value to it, or at least to the same degree that we want. So, yeah, so we came up with that and we go through it with every, every client. That's part of the educational side of what we do in the design because a design is both emotional and educational and it's a little bit about policy we don't get too much into policy because i think most people do what i call punishment policies like if you do this you're in trouble and if you do that mm -hmm. I, we just don't need that punishment policies but we can lay down kind of the journey like your selection appointment we're going to schedule that while you're here schedule your you know your, your it's just schedule. kind of a rules of the road yeah yeah it is yeah. and it's always a soft side to that yeah. but uh, so yeah. we're not mean you know i'm, <laughs> I'm mean well but <laughs> But it's important. <laughs> Not they, need, they need somebody to be in charge and they hired you because you're the expert and they don't think of things like I'll say, well, they'll say, well, I brought her snacks and I'll, and I'll say, well, do you want the Cheerios in her portrait? And they'll say no. And I'll say, well, then you cannot give her her Cheerios. Like anything yeah. you give right. her right now is going to end up in the camera room. Like good right. luck trying to pull it away from her. So I think we do need to be firm and set the rules of the road mm -hmm. because we were, this is what we do for a living. This is what experience has taught us. Do you want to jump well, in with anything? I agree. You yeah. agree? 
Well, <laughs> well you know, I uh, agree. Yes. Uh, um, that's why that's why we like to with certain types of portraits, like relationship portraits. All the clothing kind of bows its knee to the to the photograph because we don't want things to fix. A lot of times we're working a little more spontaneously, but it, it, Bev kind of alluded to it. But I want to reiterate it that with young children, really young, we find that the most intimate, meaningful portraits come early. And the more time you spend, the the more you get into kind of candid mode, you get into those moments. So that's why a lot of times with uh, a relationship style portrait, we'll say we want everybody to come dressed because they're not going to wrinkle their T-shirts or loose fitting turtleneck type of things or crew necks or whatever. And uh, and so we want to bring that child in, have everything ready to go. We're going to hit the ground running. I even like a child to be a little bit um Timid. Uh, T- well, still asleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little bit unsure because unsure. they'll cling to that parent and you'll get more you know, yes. intimacy. And then as time goes and they get more comfortable, that's when, you know, it gets a little more difficult. Now we're talking about just really young children. but Yeah. yeah. And uh, Drake Busseth said, here's another one to write down. He said it on a, we were invited to speak to a group of young photographers on a cruise and the ship was in the middle of Hurricane Katrina. And we were on that ship. Oh, my God. We were literally holding onto the podium to not fall over. And so we're speaking. But in the middle of all of this, Drake Busey, uh, you mentioned his dad, Michael. Uh, uh, he said something. And we I don't think the young photographers caught it because they were doing other things with the ship rocking back and forth. But we looked at each other when he said this. He said... <laughs> what is happening? I think she's, had, she's off she on forgot. The she's she's doing the. She's Did thinking she about what the she... other people were doing on the cruise. <laughs> Do you even remember what he no. said? <laughs> no. uh, we'll be posting that on the portrait paradigm. Well, Rod, you're just going to have to edit that part out <laughs> on the portrait. Okay, it's our way of getting you to the okay, website. Now I'm sweating. Yes. You really he, don't remember. He said, I do remember. I, I remember does. part of it. Now it's just he like, said, ultimately, the trick to photographing children and anybody for that matter is to engage their mind. Yes. And uh, I thought it was such a simple but profound statement is the, you know, is that ultimately engage you don't ask mind. for expressions, but you learn about them and then you engage their mind. Yeah. And as you engage it, you draw those expressions out. You're welcome. You're <laughs> saved by Tim. Thank you for saving me, honey. Now I could remember engage the mind, but I'm like, is there more to that? But it was just engage the mind because you don't want those blank stares. You don't want those, you know, deer in the headlight kind of look. And um, so we engage minds in a lot of different ways. And we'll get into that. I'm sure when we talk about sessions, but back to the design session, we find out things about the kids that so that we can ask questions that will engage their mind like uh you know what's your favorite cartoon what's your favorite food what's your favorite thing to drink what's your who's your best friend and are you married yet (laughs) yeah Yeah. how many girlfriends do you have yeah Yeah. all the fun stuff (laughs) and if they have pets because we did ask a little i don't know if it was a boy or a girl one time you know what's your dog's name and they said 
he died last week. Oh my God. They were like, oh, uh, uh, okay. Ooh. You know, so you don't <laughs> want to run into those kind of situations, but they think we're magic because we know their dog's name or their cat's name. You know, we, we're guessing and then we guess it correctly because we really do know. And they're like, oh. you know, so it's just different ways to engage their minds. I think a design session that. breaks down to the things that you want to communicate to the client. And then the things that you need the client to communicate to you, you know, and, and newer photographers will say, well, how do I remember all that? And I, and I have said to them, you can make a little checklist and just say, okay, I want to make sure I don't want to forget anything. I want to make sure I give you everything. Have I talked about this yet? Okay. Yeah. I told you about this. Did we talk about where it's going to go, you know, so that they don't get nervous and feel like they have to memorize everything. But another thing that has really helped us over the years is to have kind of a, a, a pre-session checklist that we can give to the clients and, and then they know kind of, it gives, it gives them a little bit more confidence because it's everything from when to get your hair's cut, hair's cut, <laughs> when to get your hair, haircuts, <laughs> when to um, get your clothes dry, cleaned, when to, if you are going to get a manicure or get toothbrush, get the te- the toothbrush, <laughs> get your, <laughs> oh, Kentucky, sorry. if you get your yeah. Botox, you got to yeah. get your Botox done, but like to give them this whole checklist. And I've even put some outlandish things on there not because my, all my clients have things like do things like Botox, but I want them to understand that this is something serious that we do prepare for and that they will prepare for and that the clothes should be pressed at the cleaners and, you know, all of the things. And I think they like leaving with that tangible checklist. And it's also a way for me to kind of stay on track with my conversation of things I want to talk to them about. I'm going to start doing that. That's a great idea. I love that. Yeah, that's great. You know what I'm loving about these sessions is I'm learning a lot of stuff. We always you're you're never you're never there. Like there's always ideas coming up and it's like, wow, that's a neat idea. You know, that's the beauty of this profession, I think, is that you're never there. And so you never get bored. Yeah, because there's always something new to learn. And I think, yeah. don't you think that's what stresses new photographers out a lot is they feel like they've got to, they've got to master it, quote unquote, like they've got to, <laughs> they've got to do it the right way, but we do things differently. We change things every couple of years. Like we didn't used yeah. to put prices on our website or, you know, we didn't used to do this or that. And it's, I think it's, it's never done. It's always evolving because people are always evolving and right. portraits are evolving and, you know, it's, it's. Well, you should be evolving too. I mean, if you're doing yes. the same thing all the time, you know, being on autopilot is not the way to be creative. So that's just a way to get a job done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And technology, yeah, the, technology yeah. keeps changing things for us. I mean, well, it's like I, you said, you want to create that portrait that stops somebody in their tracks. And I'm like, today, you want to create the portrait that'll stop the scroll. You know, like yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that's today's equivalent, right? I thought you said squirrel. That's how they say squirrel in Kentucky. How do you stop a squirrel? That's how you. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. They say it different in Louisville. (laughs) We're we're not even cocktailing yet. (laughs) Maybe we should have people grab a cocktail before they listen to this so they can laugh with us. That's right. I I, I think we're pretty funny. (laughs) 
I, Bev and Tim are going to have saved me a lot of money just by learning from you guys, you know, in this conversation about, you know, holding the child and carrying them in and doing all that and setting down and so forth. I'm not going to spend near as much money on hot glue anymore. So (laughs) (laughs) our nailing shoes to the floor. Yeah. 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 Oh, the tricks tricks of the trade. That should be a whole episode in and of itself working with children. uh, Yes. We've got some other things that we could say on that episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the design chat is set up for success. You're setting yourself up for success and for them for success. And we probably already said this, but that is a big part of what a design session is for, is that you want them to get something beautiful and exceptional. And they might have an expectation, you know, of photographing 12 two-year-olds together in one photograph with grandma and you're like, that is not, we are not setting up for success by doing that. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're helping them understand the expectations and then letting them know what you're able to create that will be beautiful and successful and, and a piece of art for their home. So um, I, I, I really enjoy that time with the client, getting to know them. And then I, I tell them my personal story with portraits and, you know, what it's meant for us in our home and with our kids and how they've reacted to it. And um you know, how they sit when they were little kids would sit on the staircase and look at theirs themselves, you know, in, at the portrait. You could just tell it in their eyes. They loved it. And so um, I want people to know yeah. that, you know, it has meaning to it, you know, and they had their little friends over for sleepovers, you know, and they'd be like, is that you up there on the wall? And they're like, yeah, that's me, you know, and it's just so cute. They're very, you can tell they're kind of a little, you know, proud, you know, and that's even great. though they don't want to admit it. You know, they are. And it's it, it lets them know that they have a prominent place in our home, in our hearts and in our home. And we want to show them that. So, yeah. You know, I think, too, uh, that's great stuff. And I think a couple other things, you know, as far as as that goes, is I think it gives you another place to overcome some of the common obstacles that we face uh, in a design appointment like clothing. Because you can say it, um, you know, on your website, you can put it in documentation. But I think having that ability to communicate with somebody face to face, because we all know that we can do an amazing job. But if somebody wears or does the wrong thing, that does affect the outcome of the of that portrait. Right. And so, you know, I'll tell people in a, in a design appointment, I'll say this is less about what what looks good on you, but it's more about what looks good on you that translates into a fine portrait and they're not the same thing. So we want to choose something that looks good on you, but it has to translate properly. And so, you know, we make sure that we dig deep into that because I know if everybody's wearing, you know, uh, dark and solids and then, you know, mom comes in with red and blue polka dots or something, we're in trouble. And I think we have to take responsibility for, for that mistake and figure out how, you know, you can't say, well, I told them. We have to figure out another way to tell them. You have to tell them again, tell them again, tell them again, tell them again. You got to find ways to get past that. And so I think, you know, that's an important part of it. And then I think for us too, because we do segregate our styles so differently, mm-hmm. finding ways to explain that your your goal, like clothing to me, everything bows its need to style, everything. So once you define a style, you can define clothing, lighting, cameras you choose, all the backgrounds you buy, all of those things, because they're all supported by the style. So with relationship portraits, it's easy, dark, solid, loose fitting, long sleeve clothes, things like that. But I'll tell them, I'll say a relationship portrait is like, um, 
It's like a glimpse in the heart. It's not about the clothing. It's about the story and the meaning and the personalities that you tell me. But a color study is very different. A color study and the, and the analogy that we use is like a glimpse in the mirror. And I'll ask them, I'll say, tell me if you're going out on the town with somebody you, you really love, you know, going out for an amazing night and you're getting all decked out, you know, and you want to feel and look beautiful. What's the last thing you do before you leave the house? you stop and you take a glimpse in the mirror, right? That's what a color study is at Walden. So we're focusing on different things. Now we're focusing on that last look in the mirror when everything is perfect as we can get it. It's more controlled, you know, it's, it's so, you know, and we're going to advise that they do that when kids may be a little bit older, we have more control. So knowing your art and then knowing how to describe it to people and then getting them on board, that's kind of part of that process too. So we have to get the emotional side done, but we also have to get the functional side done because if you don't do the functional side, uh, then you're going to run into problems with creating art really at potential. You're going to be subpar to some degree because they wore the wrong clothes or they told their kids, you know, if you don't smile, you're in trouble or, you know, anything along those lines. And now all of a sudden you're trying to clean up a mess that's hard to clean up later. And so that design appointment in person, and I think you mentioned in person, Monica, is so important because I, I want to look somebody in the eye across the table. I want to laugh with them, smile with them, tell them stories. I want to see if I feel like they're reading what I'm saying reiterate it, you know, all of those type of right. things. So that's also they, part of that design appointment. You want to make sure they're picking up what you're laying down. Is that what you're yeah, saying, Tim? I hate to be the one to always bring this, <laughs> I hate to be the one that always brings this back to like money, but this is also the time because you're, this should feel very collaborative, right? It shouldn't feel like I'm talking at you and then I'm going to ask some questions. Like it should feel collaborative. And that's why we like to do our sessions across the table from people like we, these design sessions, we sit at a table, we're talking, but then it's also important at that design session to come back to price because this is a transaction. And so we do need to, again, bring it up. If they're not bringing it up, we need to say, okay, so again, we talked about over the phone, or if we haven't talked about it, then it's my job to say, okay, so we're spending a lot of time and energy planning all of this out. So where is this going to live? Like, where are we going to enjoy it every day? What wall is it going on? And then we either hear, well, I, I want it definitely here or more often than not, oh, I haven't even thought of that. Well, that's going to be a problem because <laughs> I need to know, like, we need to, we need to nail that down more firmly before the session. And I'll explain, we need to know if this is going to be photographed vertically or horizontally, if a square is more appropriate for that wall you know, and then they start to think about it and they're, oh, okay. And if they really just can't commit, I'll go over to their house and help them find a wall. But I, I think it's important that we broach that subject. We have to be, again, proactive about that pricing conversation often so that the, the selection appointment is just populating an order. There's not going to be any support. If we've done our job right, 
There's no surprises at the selection appointment. It's just executing the order. It's just populating which image is going where and, and fulfilling the order that we've already talked about. So I think, uh, you know, it's funny because Tim's always, Tim and Bev are always like, you know, the emotion and the heart and I don't want to photograph a stranger. And I'm all like, okay, where's it hanging? And do you so realize you how much money. you're spending? Like, <laughs> are we all on the same page? Do you need to call American Express before you come? Because that's, yeah. you know, I just need to make sure we're all on uh, the same page. There's a lot of wisdom in that, actually. There's a lot of wisdom <laughs> in that. We this actually is a do great point to stop, I feel. There's just so much your only your brain can handle so much good information guys thank you so much and from all of us here your portrait paradigm team uh, we thank you as listeners for joining us on the f-stops here uh, we appreciate you and want to help you on your journey of building a portrait business of your dreams we have more resources and transcripts at theportraitparadigm.com so when you're at our website, feel free to send us your questions. Maybe your question will be featured on a future episode. We're also on Instagram at The Portrait Paradigm. And please, if you like what you're hearing, leave us a review. And of course, join us next week where we're continuing this conversation that we're so passionate about. And that is the design session. So until next time, be ever open to shifting your portrait paradigm.